Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Table Manners. I am Jessie Ware and I am here through the internet with my mum Lenny. Say hi mum. Why are you smiling? No one can see you. Because you know what, just before, I can't repeat what we were just talking about before I started the intro, but it's good to know that quarantine hasn't taken away your mouth and attitude. My sharp sting. It's Lenny concentrated tonight. Yeah, it's made it worse because I'm fed up. You are fed up, aren't you mum? Very. Try being on your own for three weeks and you'll see how fed up you are. We'll get ready for three months, Mum. It's purgatory. I'm waiting for that immunity passport so I can come over and give my washing to you again. Oh, thanks. Not because you can come back and be with me. (laughs) Well, no, that'd be nice too. But you know, Mum, how you said you don't know what day it is? Yeah. Everybody feels like that, by the way. Everybody feels like they're going slightly mad. So I wake up and I think it's always... I do feel a bit Friday-ish today. Oh, yeah. Have you got your drink? I've got my G&T. I've got my drink, but I have a drink every night. Otherwise, I'd go mad. What did you have for your dinner? I had for dinner, I did broccoli and pea fritters. Why are you making a face? I did it with a tahini yogurt dip and it was really nice. Sorry, my daughter did not eat it, but my son thought it was amazing. Of course she didn't. It's revolting. It absolutely wasn't. Spaghetti bolognese. It was really nice, actually. On fish fingers. It's gourmet in our house. For lunch, she had a mushroom, a creamy mushroom uh, pasta with parsley and garlic. And it was like heaven because I put cream in it. You would have loved it, Mum. Did she like that? Loved it. Anyway, so tonight we have our favourite kind of uh, Table Manners episode. We've got a Friday night, seven o'clock, and we have one of the best comedic duos, National Treasures, absolute national treasures, Mel and Sue, who I remember watching Light Lunch and just finding them hysterical. A lot of people know them for Bake Off. They have a, a brilliant new series out on Sky and now TV called Hitmen, where they play hitmen and... I don't know if they're particularly brilliant at being hitmen. They're just warm, kind, brilliant women, and we can't wait to have them on. It's just a real treat that we've got them, and especially, I think, after a bit of a a weird week of just feeling like this situation isn't really changing. So to have Mel and Sue, you know, you've watched them on Bake Off, and they were always just so kind, weren't they? You loved it when they used to cry. You used to love it when they'd sob. I used to sob with them. So I, I just feel they're very kind, warm human beings. And funny. And witty. Funny. They're good with an innuendo too. I love an innuendo. Yeah. I wonder if we'll get any tonight. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Oh, Sue Ooh. Perkins. Oh. Ooh. 
Hello. Oh, hey. Hi. Can you hear us? Hey, Sal. Hang on. <laughs> Thank you for doing this. You're very, very welcome. I I wondered who was just in your kitchen and were they making dinner and have you had dinner yet? This is my dinner. I've got my dinner. So I made my dinner. What is it? Well, today it's risotto. I've eaten most of it, so this is my seconds. And it's sort of <laughs> lockdown risotto. You can't really see it. But um, it's uh, vegetable and I haven't got any parmesan, so I, I in, oh, in no. sort of true bourgeois fashion... I only had manchego, so I keep the load oh, of that and shove thing. it in. And it's actually all right. I know. I mean, really slumming it during this period. Um, but it's actually turned out okay. Was that because you watched... Um, did you watch Jamie Oliver's Keep Calm and uh, Carry On Cooking yesterday? And he did a kind of primavera... Did he? Uh, risotto. Yeah. I love risotto. I make it like twice a week or something. Yeah, you know what? I haven't done it yet. It's easy. Well, what, so what's in your one tonight? It's uh, leeks, courgettes, French beans finely um, sliced, asparagus and peas, and a load of cheese. A load of cheese. A bit of booze. Oh, gorgeous. All is good. It's so easy to carry on eating it as well. It's just kind of... Well, this is my second, my second load, my second attempt at the trough. And what are you drinking? Is that Vimto? No, that is <laughs> water and a bit of old juice. Uh, that I found <laughs> what I'm trying to do I say the, the uh, what I'm trying to do is eat everything we've got so I'm trying to do the opposite of panic buying I'm trying you know I'm very lucky we had a relatively well stocked house I'm going to eat all of that every single bit of it before I even attempt to go to the shops and get anything else so this is a bit of old pomegranate juice that knackered that was loitering at the back and it I have to say it tastes slightly like it's gone it's gone off it's a slight fizz to it which isn't isn't accommodating on the palate. Is it a kombucha now, maybe? You know, it's now really good for you. I think I think you're absolutely right. It's gone through a <laughs> fermentation process, which now means it's gut beneficial. <laughs> so, hold on, you haven't been to the shops yet? I've been to get a few... I mean, literally once or twice to get a few, like, absolute essential things like milk and bread. Um, I would have made bread, but there's no flour. But I'm just aware that... Certainly the first week, I mean, the supermarkets were like a Petri dish of sort of foaming humanity at its worst. And I didn't really want to get involved in it. The the sort of paranoid, nervous, hypochondriac part of me was like, I'm going to get corona if I go shopping. Um, and the sort of socially kind of aware part also went, man, if there's, if there's sort of nurses doing videos about how they can't, you know, find anything to eat at the end of a long shift and then I can get my fat ass out of a queue pronto. But also local shopping as well. Always go local shopping now. People are going, oh, the supermarkets are empty. Just go go to your local shop. I'm, I'm discovering on the odd occasion I go, I'll get a sort of Turkish delicacy. I've overlooked them before, but why not? Why not experience life in all of its majesty? So what have you been eating a lot of then? It's been risotto a couple of times a week. Yeah. Uh, quite a lot of um, uh, a lot of pies. I had a, a, a lot of just roll in the freezer. A lot of vegan just roll. So, load of potatoes and leeks, whatever I could find. I mean, I don't know if you ever heard of um, uh, Walton Pie. Have you ever heard of that? No. Basically, he was the um, minister of food during the war, Mister Walton. 
And one of his public broadcasts sort of told people, what, well, a lot of his public broadcasts told people what to eat. And the Walton pie was a thing. And it's sort of basically a load of steamed old root veg with a with a sort of almost like cardboard lid on the top. And that's what I've been making a lot of. Because I've had a load of like weird potato, knackered potatoes with sort of tubers growing out of them that I thought I had to use. Um, and a lot of pastry. So pies, and I love a pie. So was it a short crust? Yeah. But I've made it. It's just you get it out the yeah, fridge, but... roll it out, cut it round, bosh. But so, so you were never tempted after Bake Off to ever make your own pastry? No, I made a lot of bread. I was quite good at making bread. A, uh, a few of the Paul Hollywood hero bakes were made by me, actually, and uh, my mates in the preparation of <laughs> that. Because when I wasn't on, uh, we used to call it the Royal Tour. So, you know, you'd go around all the benches and say, what are you making? And you'd be with Mary and Paul and... and we would alternate. So if it wasn't my morning to do that, I essentially had the whole morning off. And rather than just going and watch telly, my favourite thing would be to go. I absolutely love food and I love cooking. So I would uh, go and hang with Fenya and Becca, my mates, and um, we would just make stuff. We'd make a Sally Lund bun. We'd make crew food. So I've made most crew lunches most days. They'd have pizza and brownies and curry and whatever else we could scrape together. And uh, genuinely, it was some of the happiest times on that show was just making food for hungry crew who would carry little sporks on chains uh, and dig in. It was lovely. That's was amazing. Thing. And what was the crew's favourite Sue dish? It was always pizza, actually, because, you know, mainly it was sweet stuff on Bake Off. So, yeah, we do tray bakes and stuff, but it was a bit of a busman's holiday. So if you come up with anything savoury, it was a win. But the pizzas were good. I'm quite good at making a good thin uh, pizza dough crust. And then it, because the kitchen's obviously sort of laden with the spare ingredients from the bakes, there would always be cheese, prosciutto, rocket. Those are good stuff. And we just whack that on there, um, roller it all up with the old pizza roller or pizza wheel and get it out on a board. And I don't have any of that fancy stuff at home. You know, I don't have a, a you know a sort of slate board or a, or a big wooden board. So everything just looked better in that context. If I was to make it here, it would look a bit, I don't know, look a, a bit substandard. Hello, sailors. Oh, hold on, you're on. Hey! Hi! <laughs> Macy, it looks like you've rigged up a makeshift theatre in your house, you rancid ham. She looks like she's in Topshop changing rooms. Mel- Mel's only not been on television for seven days and she's built her own theatre upstairs. Just so to keep the hand in, darling, because one can get very slack. <laughs> So we are now with Mel and Sue. Um, Mel is in her wardrobe and I can see a dog tooth um, jacket and a blue lacy, like with a a white lace trim. So that's where it is. I love this dress. And please explain why you're in a wardrobe. Well, Jessie, I'm honoured, can I just say, to be on your annual mum's podcast. It's really lovely of you to have us. And I just thought for best sound quality... Um, I would surround myself. Tis good. So professional, Mel. Oh, always, my darling. Deaden the sound with some clothes. She likes to come pre-muffled. Always. <laughs> Can I ask, what, what's one of your most memorable meals together? Or is that kind of, are there oh. too many? It's got to be, it's got to be, uh, what do you think, Perk? That's a really good question. Well, um, oh, okay. Well, we should, oh. Oh, matey, matey, hang on. Oh, matey, I've got yes, loads of my them. my 24th birthday in the Polish club. Oh, incredible. Pierogi? Yeah, pierogi always. Um, always the pierogi. Uh, what else l- was there? A lot of vodka, Loads of, of vodka. Ver- uh, zrazy, which is a sort of beef, a Polish beef stew dish. I think we... 
Uh, borscht. Yeah, borscht. Borscht. Borscht, borscht. to start with. Um, there have been some quite intensely sort of breadcrumbed vegetables. They love to breadcrumb their vegetables, the Poles. <laughs> Heavy breadcrumb. Everything. Pork and cabbage. Piggy yeah, and cabbage. Yeah, absolutely. And some... The twin pillars of and Polish food. very heavily alcoholic cake to finish off with. Always sodden with alcohol. <laughs> always. Can I ask apologies? Are you Polish or did you just fancy a Polish do on your 24th? Jessie, look at her name. I know. Okay, fine. So, but, but do you... The s- name is a clue. <laughs> so do, did you... Have you spent a lot of time in Poland? No, my dad was a uh, Polish-Lithuanian, so he used to go to the Polish club because he, he pitched up in England in 1947 and he used to go to the Polish club in the late 40s. Which and it's one? Just a the, place... one in, the gorgeous one in Kensington? Yeah. Oh, it's so fabulous decadent. And... Have they it done great? it up? No, never, Lenny. Still fabulously decadent and urban, yeah. Yeah. And there's a a massive portrait in the dining room of Rula Lenska, which is always (laughs) a glory to behold. It is really extraordinary in all her Titian wonderment. (laughs) With a sort of backlit. A lot of um, memorable meals involve... Polish food. There was a fantastic restaurant called Patio uh, on the Uxbridge Road. And the woman that ran it, um, around about sort of midnight, as most restaurants would wind down, she'd have a sort of lock-in. A load of musos would come in and play sort of Chopin and sort of old sort of folk sort of songs. And then um, she'd get the honey vodka and the cherry vodka out for free and we'd get absolutely battered. It was always cherry vodka, cherry vodka. As soon as you walked in, (laughs) you remember? Cherry vodka. But that's closed. It's closed. I tried to find Patio online. I thought, oh, brilliant. It'd be great to go there, son. It's closed. I tell you what hasn't closed, Macy, which makes me think of you every time I drive by, which is annoying because I drive by every day and I don't wish to be reminded of you on such a constant level. What is it? Bintang. Oh, stop it. Kentish Town. Stop it. Love Bintang. Bintang, Jessie. So good. We spent years going to Bintang. Every birthday, every celebration, coconut rice, shed ton of booze. And garlic. You can't go out after. You have to stay together as a pack after it because, because you stink of garlic. It's true. There was a lovely guy. There was such a lovely guy that used to run it. I can't remember his name, but he was so hospitable. And there were always cocktails with, uh, you know, a, a, an umbrella and a sparkler. And we did loads of birthdays in there, Perk. We did remember? loads. I would also say, when I think of you, I think of... I know what you're going to say. A spud you like. I was going to say, Victoria Station. A Victoria Food Court. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> spud you like. Spud you like. And basically, this sort of... I don't know. You think of those big sort of moments in personal histories, like you think of the Blair Brown Summit at Granita and they were probably having some posh meal. We started working together and we, we decided we were going to go and do Edinburgh over a baked potato in Victoria Food Court. <laughs> you go up the escalator in Victoria Station and they used to, but I don't know if there still is a food court there. No, there isn't. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's all sort of lush now, isn't it? They've got a market hall now. Oh, whoa. Like... They've got like it's a food hall, but it's like you know. Oh really? Maybe it's all changed. Victoria's gone well posh. Yeah, it's well posh. We used to we used to share a baked potato. I think we had we had absolutely no money. Oh, there was one whole year when we survived on luncheon vouchers. Do you remember that, mate? It was Virgin train vouchers. Oh, where did we get them from? We got two. Well, we survived on two things. So I think you'd got the luncheon vouchers for something. I can't remember. I'd written a sort of seventeen-page snotty letter to Richard Branson about a train journey we'd done back from the Edinburgh Festival. Yes, and got what seemed to be hundreds of pounds worth of train vouchers, which at the time were sort of national rail generics that you could use anywhere and everywhere. So we, I mean, obviously everything sort of 
it feels sort of hugely um, free and exciting when you were young. But it seemed to me that we just travelled and ate like kings for like a year or all this. Did we have to eat on a train though to get food or could we get food? No, I think the luncheon vouchers were separate. I can't remember. I don't know where I got those from. were redeemable. <gasps> Mate, another place I've just thought of. See if you can think. Hang on, hang on. I'm beaming it to you. Think of a twig in the hair. Oh, oh Charlotte's now, in West Hampstead. Charlotte, Charlotte's. Do you remember Charlotte's, uh, Jesse and Lenny? It was in West no. Hampstead. I'm South London, oh. so I only oh, know Bintang from okay. my North London friends, but Charlotte's I don't know about. Oh, oh my, my God. God. She, she, was she had oh. an enormous, she was Austrian and would uh, slightly nuts and would say, th- she would come to the table and goes, hello, Mazza knows. Mazza knows. Fuss ordering now. And what would you like? Strudel, my darlings, yes. always. Oh, and some schnitzel would be Mazza knows. And she had an amazing, I think it was a wig. An extraordinary <laughs> hairdo. It was like a, it was like an enormous nest, sort of atop her head, with we thought twigs in it, but it might have been knitting needles or I don't know what it was. But she, I mean, she gave us a lot of stuff for free as well. I think she sensed we were on our uppers. People that give you food for free in their bar restaurant, I think they should be knighted. Yep. They're so <laughs> kind, those people. Do you know what I mean? They should, They're so sweet. They, especially when you're young and you're, you you know, you're a student or you haven't got yeah. any money. I remember once in, I was in Hampstead. I, when, when, when we sort of left college, I was living in, essentially in a squat in Hampstead with our, with our mates. And can I name and shame? Can I yeah, just say yeah, who yeah. it was? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, it was Louis Patisserie on Heath Street. Oh, I, I, used, might, yeah, I remember Louis. It's still there. Is it? So we walked in. Me and my mate Phelpsy walked they in They weren't there. kind in there, actually. They're not kind. We, admittedly, we look like a right pack of ruffians. And they blocked us. And we yeah. just came in for a cup of tea. And we had, I mean, we were signing on, but we had money. And I never <laughs> forgot it. And never went in there again, even when I had money. You could go in there and you could be Julia Roberts and go in and go, big mistake, big <laughs> mistake. Yes. <laughs> and yeah. they'll go, God, Sue Perkins is a real narcissist. She walked in here, apropos of nothing. <laughs> but yeah, it really upset me that because I just thought, oh, my, my money's not as good as everyone else's money. And because we weren't, you know, I'm not a very snappy dresser at the best of times. I hate I hate but... going into a shop and or a, or a restaurant and if somebody looks you up and down to see what you're wearing, that I turn on my heel and go. I can't bear that. You should put clothes on, mate. I... <laughs> do you think that's it, mate? I can't do that. You must stop. Oh, God. You're, going... yeah, I, yeah, you're absolutely right. Just ruffles feathers. You're absolutely right. Pop a pair of pants on. Do you miss the bake-off? There's a time in spring when just it starts to get warm. It's sort of about now, actually, yes. and the, the blossoms starting to come out and the daffodils are out. When I all, I do get a bit of a kind of, <gasps> I get a bit of a pang because I just remember that was always the time of year that we started filming and we'd, we'd be in this beautiful place um, in Berkshire and we'd, we'd just, it was just good times, good, good times with Paul and Mary and... Having a laugh. Those are the times I remember. Is Paul fun? He is good fun. He is good fun. When we were there, he was really good yeah. fun. And stuff happened that made us incredibly sad and incredibly hurt. And uh, But yeah, I mean, he was always like family for years and years and years. And I think it's... It's painful when those things end, especially in the way that they did end. Yeah. Is that fair to say, Melly? Absolutely. I never, I'd never... You know, I really... I'm devastated about what what happened, about lots of it, but I just don't... I just feel sort of talking about it is just really... 
it's just uncool and you start pointing the finger yeah. and then you become as bad yeah. as everybody else. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it is what it is. We had Sandy Toxwig on and we said, do you feel a bit worried that Mel and Sue would be a bit upset? And she said, no, we're all professionals. They won't mind that I'm doing this job. No, I think don't. I think everyone does it their own way, you know. The show is big enough, um, you know, the show is about the bakers. That's, what's, that's what makes the show, really. And whoever's at the helm of it is going to put their own twist on it, their own spin. I mean, I like to think that's, that Perks and I sort of created the tone for it. You did. The most amazing tone. Well, we wanted it to be kind. We wanted it to, we wanted the stories to kind of unravel organically and slowly and not to be a kind of sensationalist. No jeopardy. Yeah, no sort of... Fuck jeopardy. Yeah, yes. we wanted it to be a kind of... a, a comforting watch and um you know hopefully we sort of establish that and then other people do what they want with it but hopefully that kind of stays i haven't seen it people will take over and and have as many says they'll have their own spin and good honestly good luck to them there's no there's no rancor there i think matt will do an amazing job yeah because i've heard terrible stories about people crying and production staff telling people what to do and people being really upset it's stressful it's 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 a very yeah. very stressful show. I I wouldn't survive half an hour on the no, Bake Off. I would be in floods. I'd be a limpid rag of sodden tears. Um, so people do cry, but our job we felt was always to try and get people through that and comfort them and help them, as opposed to just kind of saying, you know, oh guys, come over here quickly. She's crying. Get the camera on this person. Look, her biscuit towers collapsed. Let's just yeah. all let's get seven cameras and a microphone up her ass and watch her in you know, in real time collapse. Yeah. <laughs> Mel, before before um, you came on, we were talking to Sue about what she's been eating a lot of during uh, yeah. lockdown. And I just wondered how, what's yeah. it like in your household? What have you been eating a lot of? We, we know what you're having for tea, um, for dinner. Um, yeah, hasn't arrived, hasn't arrived yet. Your daughter's arrived. in the kitchen. Is it Flopper's yeah. making it? Yeah, Floss is making it. Poor Cinderella. <laughs> I can't I can't even smell any action coming from the kitchen gang. <laughs> You're too muffled. No, actually, yes, I need to I need to get out of this blooming clothes situation. She promised it would be with me by quarter to eight. It's now seven forty seven. Matey, that's only two She's not minutes late. Tipped. That's quite tough parenting. That's military, mate. Yeah. That is military mum. Talking of military, so my beloved husband, Ben, um, who we do call military dad, um, his plan for lockdown is to work our way through the cupboards. This is exactly what oh, I've done. The same as yes. you. Is that you, Perk? We are mate, so the product of our families. I know, of it's our exactly, parents. I'm, I'm making up weird shit yeah. from stuff clagged at the back of the cupboards. What have you What, do, what have you had, Perk? What's been your um, cupboard special? There's been a lot of um, <laughs> uh, curious pasta shapes, I won't lie. Things that were bought, obviously, <laughs> you know, on the I know. Thinking, yeah. oh, that looks like a lovely artisanal dusted sort of earlobe-shaped <laughs> pasta. Bang that in the back of the cupboard and forget about it for three years. There's been some quite rancid soup, which I thought I'd rejig by putting some rice in there, bit yes. of cheese, Lovely. boke, boke, yeah. triple boke. Um, and what else? Knackered old biscuits that I broke up into a crumble, um, which was quite good, actually. Oh, that's a good idea. Is, do you know what? It, it, it wasn't half bad. It yeah. wasn't half bad, that. I was quite pleased with that. What were the biscuits? What kind of biscuits? Um, they were the, you know, the ones with the animal on? Is it mini milks? 
Oh, I love those. The the zoo no, ones. No, malted milk. Malted milks. Yeah, malted milk. Like I love brand. malted milk. With a cow on. Yes. I love a malted milk. Lovely. They're good what, dunkers. What else? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lots of noodles I had as well. Lots of old yeah. packs of noodles. Strong. It's been carb. Carby. Oh, I'm very carby, I'm afraid. I'm super carby. No, I like it. She likes her carbs. She does. Melly's less carby. She's quite... Mel's quite good on routines of food. Really? We found a really slightly dismal and dusty collection of beans, dried beans, and sort of haricots and... uh, (laughs) From the war... (laughs) <laughs> flagellet beans from 1947 oh, and we <laughs> so we soaked these beans for like literally about 36 hours and then boiled them for about eight hours added a load of chili garlic onions tomato do you know what pretty darned good and then we oh, and really? then we guffed for about 20 hours <laughs> we were trumpeting. i can't do it mate it's oh. too Windy Miller for me. It was unbelievable, mate. The smells and sounds coming from our house were phenomenal. Apparently bicarb is good. When you oh, cook bicarb. them, oh. you put bicarb in. It sort of counteracts the... I something to do with that. I read. I've never done it because I don't work well with a bean. Yeah. I've got lots My of them. My friend uses bicarb in, in bread. Oh, She doesn't really? use yeast. Oh. But, but I want to know because, Sue, have you got a sourdough starter? About your person. No, but you know what I did have for ages? Um, what? Paul, Paul gave me. Oh, yes. I bet he's got a few Sado starters. Oh, he I, I imagine has, he has. <laughs> He'd like to show them to you as well, Lenny. Yeah. I bet he I'd would. love to see his Sado <laughs> starter. Can, we, we, we've got his number. We can get him round to give you a bit, of a, you. bit of a sourdough starter. Yeah, he gave me um sourdough starter that was the mother. Um, it, it was 75 years old, the mother. So they'd just been taking bits wow. off, adding to it, adding to it. He'd got it when he was in Italy and gave me a bit. And I kept it alive for about six months and made some incredible bread out of it. And then the problem with sourdough is it's like having a dog. You wouldn't ever leave a dog for two it's years. Like it's a Tamagotchi. Tamagotchi. Yeah, it's exactly. a Tamagotchi. Yeah, it is. So like I, yeah. I effed off for like, I don't know, I went on a mini break or something. You can't mini break with sourdough starter. <laughs> so fuck that. You've got to be on you it. You have to take it with you. It died. It died. How does it die? It does it just desiccate? Yeah, what's it look like when it dies? Yeah. Uh, well, you just, you put it in, you, you basically take a bit off as if you're going to make the bread. And the bread is like a, a brick. So it has no aeration. Yeah. And it's basically just gone back. There's no bubbles in it. It's just gone back to oh, being like sludge. flour and water. Sludge. This sludgy. Does it? I murdered it. I murdered oh, a 75-year-old Italian starter. <laughs> and, uh, what was he called? What was he called? Giuseppe. 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 See, <laughs> Giuseppe. I killed Giuseppe. Oh, I've never tried a starter. I'm a bit scared of bread, <gasps> me which too. is stupid. I'm scared of it. Me too. Melly loves pastry. I love bread. Yeah. I, there's one recipe that Paul showed us actually, which was really, really good, which only yeah. involves water, dry yeast, and flour and a bit of oil. And it's brilliant. Oh, I could do that. It's really good, Jesse. It's really good. I'll send it to you. Where did you grow up? Me. I So, um, again, another thing that Perks and I uh, share is that we both grew up in Surrey, in the Burbs. Surrey? Yeah, I was, I was on the outskirts of Leatherhead in a little, um, near a village called Fetcham in a 1968-built cul-de-sac for the first 11 years of my life. And very, very happy years they were, actually. I'm slightly obsessed with Leatherhead. It seems to feature a lot. In fact, Sue and I have a band called Leatherhead and we need to start practising, mate. Oh, shush. 
Should we know about this band? Can we hear you on Spotify? Not yet. <laughs> there was only ever one gig, in fact, two gigs, Jesse. One in St Albans, yeah. uh, in, a, in a place in St Albans, and the other at my brother's 40th birthday party. We've never played Mate, since. We've never played. He's 60. He's 60 now. Mate, half of Leatherhead played at your birthday. <laughs> That's very true. Half of Leatherhead played at my 50th birthday. That is very Do you true. wear leather? No. We need to talk about oh, costumes, okay. actually, Perk. I've got some ideas. We need to get Leatherhead. Fab. We okay. need to get Leatherhead off <laughs> the ground. The older I get, the more naked I want to be. The more Strong. that my body resembles a sort of flesh landslide, the more I f- want to free up and just show it off. Yeah, man. <laughs> I might wear a bikini this year. I might just wear a bikini. I haven't worn one since I was about fifteen. You think? Fuck yeah, it. Oh, God, that's the last yeah. thing I bloody yeah. want. I want to. Sh- I'm going to go topless with a pair of leather chaps, <laughs> and I might wear some <laughs> Swedish. <laughs> A sort of Swedish, you know, those sort of blonde plaited wigs. Yes. Might do that. Like Mariah Carey. Uh, yes, exactly. I want to sh- I want to get in the back garden when the weather gets warmer and just get all the scars out, the stretch marks, the rolls, the dimples. I want it all out. I've decided. Get it out. I've turned a corner, lads. I've turned a corner. <laughs> so you're from Leatherhead as well, Sue? No, I'm from um, a charming little hamlet called Croydon. Croydon. On the A23, yeah. That's where yeah, I hail we're, from. Well, we're, we're South London. I'm Clapham. Oh, Are lovely. You? So we're, we're on the way to Croydon, absolutely. Oh, everything's on the way to Croydon. But the thing is, you usually yeah. get off and start in life and before you, you get there. Going. Yeah, I mean, it's either you, you're either going to sort of um, down the A23 to get to sort of Ballam and Clapham, or you're going to Brighton. But you don't normally stop off at Croydon. But actually, I'm, I'm like Mary. I had an incredibly happy childhood and just pretty, pretty sort of blissful, really. And, and kind of um, quite regimented, quite strict parents like Melly's. Um, strict mums. We've both got strict mums. Strict. Really? Yeah. Oh, my Jessie's God. a strict mum. Are you, Jessie? Are you? Off. What? Because I make her finish her dinner? <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, I don't know if that's she's the right three. thing to be doing or not, because she's just like... It's she's three and you make her spinach and everyone. broccoli pancakes, for God's sake. <laughs> uh, she likes broccoli. She likes peas. I put it in a pancake. She should fucking like it. Yeah. Eat it. She didn't though, did she? Did you see? I put some little magic stars in the, the yes, little shopping mom. thing. Yeah. Yes. You know what she said tonight though, which I thought was quite interesting. She's pretending she's got a baby in her tummy at the moment. I, I don't know why, but she said, "My baby doesn't like this, mum." And I said, "Well, your baby needs to learn some manners." That's cunning. And your baby needs to appreciate. She went, "My baby just doesn't like it. My baby likes the chocolate." That's thought, brilliant, that's clever. And she's three. Gosh, she's gonna. Yeah, yeah. she's get, she's she's very very bright clever. as a button. But how was it with dinner times with both of you with your strict mums? Was kind of dinner time uh, we we want fun time or it was no it was it was great. I I, I mean my mum was an amazing cook and Perks's mum I can absolutely tell you straight up is an amazing cook as well. I, we once timed our dinner time. And I, it was six minutes. I mean, we ate it's military. really yeah. quickly because there were six of us, uh, four kids and two parents. And um, it was just a race from start to finish. Was your family like that, Perks? Yeah, it was the roving fork from my brother. Yeah. So it would just be anything he could get on the end of his fork. Yeah. Just be <laughs> in everyone's uh, food. Yeah, it was... Um, huge amounts, piping hot, dished up on the absolute stroke of six and gone by five past. Yeah. So my, actually it was half past six and my dad would come home from work and he'd go upstairs and, you know, he'd, he'd wash and, you know, shave and then come down and then it would just be like locusts, locusts. And, um, you know, before that it would just be, 
you know, home from school, I'd eat a sort of pack of biscuits or a load of white bread and jam, fall asleep, pretend I'd done some homework. Then there'd be sort of endless sort of music practice. It'd be sort of scraping of violins and piano and uh, all sorts of stuff. We were quite musical as a family. And and, um, yeah, then dad would come home and then it was just scoff and then telly. Yeah. And it was always, dad would always have the remote. So you were always stuck with some horrendous sort of question of sports style sort of awfulness. Yeah. So, Mel, what were you eating at pierogies? Oh, a lot of pierogies. So, my mum is is English, but she learnt all her Polish uh, cooking off off my granny. So, her her mother in law. That's great. But I also remember, I mean, she a kind of seventies coming home from school, putting away half a loaf of white bread with uh, with margarine and sugar. Sugar oh, sandwiches. Wow. I remember those. Oh, delicious! So good. Banana sandwiches. Cinnamon uh, toast. Cinnamon sugar. Cinnamon sugar yes. on buttered bread. Stop it! I mean, delicious. Uh, being so hungry. I remember that hunger after school. That that. Oh, guy used to love yeah. that. He used to love that. And then famished. Um, yeah, famished. And I remember. Um, yeah, I remember when sort of things weren't going so well in in at some point in the seventies, and um, I think money was a money was a bit tight, and my mum having to sort of you know make do with sort of endless cauliflowers, and uh, you know I think it must have been quite tough on her actually. Now I think about it, we weren't a big sort of you know Sunday roast every Sunday kind of family. It was good food though. Faggots though, not good. Faggots. Did you ever have those in the seventies? No. What is a faggot? They're like meatballs, f- but made with kind of more scrappy meat, aren't they? Yeah, exactly. Cheap. Yeah. Cheap. Cheap yeah. And lots of them. Go naddy action there, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we had um, lots of things like, because um, again, we didn't have a lot of cash. So my mum was an earlier adopter of soya mints, which used to come in packets from Sainsbury's. And it was just pence. And it was t- sort of dehydrated soya chunks. And then you just basically smash that with a load of um, boiled water and a and a tin of tomatoes and whatever. And a lot of, I always remember, dried mixed herbs. Dried mixed herbs. A lot yeah, of dried yeah, yeah. mixed herbs. And palm yeah. and Parmesan cheese that stank like, like inside Sick. of a rugby player's jockstrap. Um, vomit. Yeah, do you yeah, know what like I mean? Vomit. All that dusty, yeah. And that would go oh, on your spag bowl. Oh, horrible. My mum was really good at curry, actually. She was, mm. you know, fair play to her, but sort of, she seemed to do that before other people did it. She was really, really good at curry. <sighs> we had a lot of curry in the 70s and 80s. Well, best of curry, I remember, from the 70s. Oh. Delicious. So where, you met at university? We did, yeah, we did. We met in 1988... Um, I was the year above uh, Perks, which (laughs) it really annoys me. Sometimes I'm two years older than her. Sometimes it's just one, but sometimes it's two. Are we two or one at the moment? I'm 51. You're about to be 52. You don't look it, darling. You look fabulous. You look gorgeous. I mean, can't see much of you with all the coats around you, but you look what I can see. You look great. Thank you, Lenny. You're very kind. But um, yeah, so um, Perks showed up and I was really grateful because there weren't that many women at the time, uh, girls that were into doing comedy. And um, the two of us kind of met, I think, through a shared love of comedy, really. And Which we've never done since. <laughs> you're, you're the funniest pair I've ever met. Oh, and I really man. wish we met you properly and... Been, and I, could I know it's really oh. annoying that we're not cooking you a dinner. Yeah. Next what time. What would you have cooked? Well, How we many, might have well, done Friday our night Friday dinner. night dinner. Jewish. 
with chicken oh. soup with matzo balls and Ooh. do you eat meat though sue not now i've quit now i would have done a veggie matzo balls for I you i love and, that yeah oh, i've just i've just given so up good. and I, i've sort of had sort of phases of of being vegetarian and i just yeah that's me done now i think is it the you whole think thing? you are a veggie fully committed yeah, it means I'm eating a lot of bread and cheese. Um, it's quite nice, right. though. It's oh, I really love delicious. bread and cheese. I love cheese and crackers, mate. I, I me could too. Not be I'm going to have that tonight. But do you know? Do you know what? Cheese cracker and chutney. I am getting yeah. pots of ready oh, chutney. It's like Christmas at the moment, yeah. isn't it? Well, yeah. apart from a pandemic, but you know, yeah, yeah the cheese it's, and chutney bit. And it's the it's the store cupboard thing, isn't it? We've got like six jars of chutney. You know, people are really sweet. They give it to you for Christmas. We are motoring through that stuff. It is so mm. delicious. What's I your cheese a, of choice at the moment? Oh, it's 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 a it's a it's a strong cheddar, mate. It sounds dull, but a really yeah, me too. Strong, I love it. A strong yeah. cheds. Or there's a thing called a poacher. Godminster's good. Oh, a poacher. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. What's yes, a God, it is. What's a Godminster? Does that come? Does in it come wax? in a circle? Yes. Yeah. It's, uh, have you had the Black Bomber? That's also nice. But uh, oh, Godminster cheddar is great. Yeah. I'm into smoked cheddar at the moment. I love a smoked cheese. I love yeah. I oh, don't. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I don't because a it smoked reminds cheddar me works. of childhood. It reminds that wheel of plasticised Bavarian yeah, that funny, smoked cheese. And it oh, had a kind out. of brown... Bavarian cheese. Brown, Correct. Yeah, on the yes. outside. A skin. Gang, D- big news. Big what? news. What? You've I got dinner. I can hear steps. I can hear steps. Floppers, floppers, floppers. Hey. <laughs> Hey, Veeds! Look at that furry thing. Come on through. Hello. That's Jesse, that's Lenny, and there's Perks. Hey, guys, nice to see you all. Hi. Hi. Spinach and ricotta pie with green beans. Thank you so much. Spinach and ricotta pie with green beans. Veeds, thank you so much, my love. That is. Have you had Your daughter is so polite. They're so wonderful, lovely. a pair of them. No, it's Honestly, I'm good. the pair of them are just oh, joyful. Oh, darling, lovely. They're so Bye, nice Macy. to each other. Guys, guys, so look at that. Oh, wow. Macy, show me. Oh, bless her. Gorgeous. Can you see that? Oh, my that? God, that looks good. That's oh, beautiful. my God, that looks I mean, good. Macy, is that short crossed? It's a puff. It tastes, it smells oh, amazing. Do you mind God, if I eat, guys? No, yeah. no, no please eat. How, how many children have you got uh, I've got, oh, hello, sorry, love. I've got two. Two. I've got to get this dress out of the way. How I've, how old are they? Uh, one is 17 and the other is 16. Oh, so they're A-levels. GCSEs. And A-levels. And A-levels. Double whammy. Poor thing. But isn't it quite it's... good because then they get marked? Is it not good? I don't know. I well, think do you know what? Bad. When they first heard, to be honest, between between us, they, they were absolutely devastated. Because I'm sure. They, well, they work so hard. They gear up yeah. for it. It's all yeah. they talk about yeah. for blooming three years. But yeah. now, now, oh They've my God. They've adjusted. They've adjusted. And I think they're actually, I think they're quite relieved. Well, if the teachers, they said this morning that the teachers are going to score them. Yeah. But can you imagine the pressure on the teachers, though? Poor things. That is an awful thing. People are going to go in and kill them. People, parents are going to be going nuts, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. I would have scored really, really, really badly. So in badly. my mocks. Pretty, same here. Same here, mate. I was really, really not good at school. And I would just, I, I had ten, uh, massive attention issues. And so everything that I did would always be last minute and then would get it smashed for the for the exams. I wasn't somebody who would have ever been able to have coped with a continuous assessment thing. I would have failed everything. Yeah. 
I, it's I, really hard because people learn in different ways. And, yeah. and much as I, I, I think probably, you know, I'm sure finer minds than mine have, have probably worked out this to be the fairest system. Some people will get massively downgraded. I think most people, they arse around during mocks, don't they? And then you pull it out of the bag for the And then you thing. get frightened. Exactly. The and then you work hard. Yeah, I got a U in one of my mocks. This is delish. Is it delicious? Oh, yeah, it's really yeah. good, actually. It's delish. I loved how she presented it to you, by the way. It was like, this is a spinach and ricotta pie. <laughs> With, it was very, it was so polite. And you, She's I, been training I, them I really as waitresses. I hope my daughter and I speak to each other like that. Yeah. I think she saw you there, guys, and she thought, oh, I better, you know, I better. Up I liked game, it. Yeah. A star. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Can I ask both of you, I wonder yes. whether yours will be slightly similar or whether you can answer this for each other. Um, but Last Supper. Oh, like Mr. Starter, and Mrs. Ask her. <laughs> Derek Beatty. Mr. and Mrs. Let's go. Uh, we've got um, the headphones on. We've got the soundproof booth. We've got the soundproof booth, guys. Yeah. Oh, right. This is everything I've ever wanted. Okay, so starter, main, pud, drink of mm. choice. Oh, wow. Are you going to guess each other's? I think... Oh. It'll be stuff that reminds us of childhood, probably. And also, Perk, yours might involve meat. Yes, it because, probably would. Because you used to eat meat, now you don't. Yeah. Macy, what would your starter be? I'm sorry, I might go for a real old-fashioned crunchy iceberg lettuce, Mary prawn Rose cocktail. sauce, prawn, prawn cocktail. cocktail. mate, I was just about to say that. A ruddy prawn ding, cocktail. Ding. <laughs> so, so Delicious. Where would you get it from? Is there somebody somewhere that you remember, or just kind of you know, just oh, I'd probably childhood. make it because yeah. you it's, get some really good quality prawns and yeah. just, but it's the crisp of the lettuce and just mm. slatherings of it. Don't serve it to me in a cocktail glass. Don't yeah. insult me. It's gonna. I want it in a massive bowl. Yeah, just dribbling full of filthy ketchup and mayonnaise. It's so seventies. Yeah. It's really comforting, yeah. that, isn't it? Sue, are you not? Are you not eating fish anymore? Are you full vegetarian now? Yeah, it's quite hard. I won't lie, because I Maybe, really, no fish. really miss no fish. fish. I really, miss. yeah. Why got, are you not eating fish? You can't have a moral view and then go, but I eat fish. So I'm just trying it. Does your partner not? Is your partner of the same view as you? Um, more more flexible. Yeah, flexitarian so, we're called. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was going to say that Gizzy Erskine's just set up this restaurant in St Martin's Lane Hotel or St Martin's Hotel, whatever it's called, called The Nightery, and I had one of the best, um, uh, what's it, prawn cocktails prawn there. Cocktails. And I just thought, oh. if you want to... Is it lovely? Relax. Why was it so good? 
I don't know. It was just generous. Mm. Massive prawns too. So they weren't yeah. the little bitty ones. Oh, yeah. I and, and actually she did this um, really good cook along the other day where she made... she. I mean, this is not helpful for you at all, Sue, but she recreated a Big Mac. and oh, um, And she, to mm. the iceberg lettuce, she iced, which Me? I presume that you'd do with uh, I a she put it well on to get ice. that kind of... Yeah, you yes. ice it. I thought you meant she put icing on it. I was thinking, the Ugh. me too. At no, first. Oh, no, no, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. You ice the. Um, the yeah, anyway, she's a proper super chef. Fancy. Wow. But okay, so we've got the starter. What's mm. next? We've got. We're Mom, on to main. Are I you know. having your drink of choice with your main, or is it a, a, a is it an after drink, or is it a starter drink? I'd say, for me, I don't know about you, little puck. One word. Well, let's say two words. Christmas dinner. I'd have yeah. a full ruddy Again, turkey, park, mate. turkey, gravy, cranberry stuffing, bread sauce, yeah. bread sauce, a mm. whole vat of bread sauce, devils mm. on horseback, roast um, potatoes, oh. Hasselback potatoes, mashed potatoes, boiled of, potatoes, chips, bit of sweet corn, everything, a little bit of sweet, sweet corn, corn has no place. Oh, sweet no. corn has no place on a Christmas Matey. table. <laughs> or in mate. Si- in the 70s and 80s, we always no. had a little bit of sweet corn. I know it's, it wow. might sound a bit weird, but it gives a nice crunch. gives a nice crunch. And a sweetness. I appreciate that. Yeah. Right, if you get the dessert right, you are Mrs and Mrs. Oh, now, this is interesting. <laughs> this is interesting because... Oh, oh this is so... Yeah. Mm, and has Bake Off changed you when your pudding's now? Okay. You know well, what I'm going to say. They look like they've got it. There, they both know. Come on. You know what I'm going to say, mate. Well, Siri- mate, I'm torn between two for you. Bake Bake Off series. Um, oh, God. is it is it um, Mary's Midnight Mocker? Yes, thank you, Mary Ann's Midnight oh. Mocker Flan. Come on. So that is oh, unbelievable. Imagine the most unctuous chocolatey, oh, dark chocolate with coffee, espresso, sort of thick. Yeah. fudgy filling in, a, in an in open a beautiful flan. biscuity open Cart. flan it was no, is this a Mary Berry special uh, Mary Ann Borman season three yeah, she season three she came third <gasps> she came third re-worship at the altar oh she's Bormans. so great she was such a good baker. should she have won she should have won she didn't quite have the basically everything she made was delicious but it came out absolutely enormous. So she was told to make putty four and they'd come out sort of putty 16s. You know, they were... Mm, I love ab- that about I her. I know. That's what we love. But they said, oh, we yeah. know it's not dainty enough. You know, she was an amazing baker. She is an amazing baker. And she owns oh. something like 800 cookbooks. She's sort of a cookery historian oh, wow. now. She's really worth following yeah. on Twitter. I mean, they all are. They're all great. But wow. She was absolutely brilliant. Matey, did we pick a pudding? Because I'm torn now. Well, I... Because I'd got- have said... Marianne Mocker, Midnight Mocker. We for did, me. right. But my second for you is a crumble because it's just, oh, it's always been come there. On. Come I on. I like a tiramisu, though. I was, right. Me too. I love a tiramisu. I, I can't make it very well, but I can eat it really, oh. really easily. And I, I, I can eat it yeah. really well. <laughs> yeah. I've got a crumble later. I've got a rhubarb crumble. Oh. Have you? Oh, oh I love wow. Rhubarb. I'm quite pleased with the crumble topping. What have you done? Come on, tell me. Well, there's no... Can't get flour for, you know, for anything, for all the tea. So I just had absolutely billions of almonds, ground up my own... And I, I, what I did is I didn't take it to... Um, you know when you buy ground almonds? I took it way mm. beyond that to an almond flour. Whoa. Butter, dark sugar, 
Boom. Unbelievable. And then some oats at the last minute. Sensational. Mm. Oh, that sounds very And nice. what have you done with your rhubarb? Have you um, have you sweetened it with anything? Have you done ginger? Have you gone t- done uh, yeah, uh, orange, of, anything? Yeah, a bit of ginger. Um, sometimes mm. I put, uh, what's it called? Orange water in there. Um, oh, orange oh, water. Nice. Yeah. nice. Orange, exactly that. Orange water. Yeah. And sometimes, uh, if I haven't got anything else, I put a bit of elderflower cordial, just a little bit. She's good. Instead of sugar. Oh, yeah, yes. it's all right. She's good. It, it works okay. But today, a bit of ginger I smashed up. But supplies are a bit low, so that's it. I've got a lot of ginger in because I've been feeling super sick. So um, I would have sick, loads of it in. throw up sick or like yeah, you think just, you're ill? Just No, not ill, just sicky. Do you think you've got it all the time? Because I... I'm a really normal human being. Now I think I've got it every single second. I think I've had it. I'm not sure, though. And I don't want to... I, I, I'm sort of wary of saying I had, because I know that, you know... Um, but I, I lost my sense of taste for about two weeks, which was really profound. I've never... I, I, I sort of am quite sinusy, so I'm used to not being able to always smell everything. But to not taste, it was just really confounding. That's unnerving. Very and unnerving. Joyless. Yeah. Um, and then did it just come back? It it came back. My, my the reason I think I might have had it is my my lungs are really bad and they've been bad for a long but about sort of four or five weeks now. I just can't get my breath. Can't really walk very far. I think it's just to sort of. But it might well be like my brother suddenly got tree pollen allergy and he's wheezing and coughing. It might yeah. just be something like that. I sort of I suffer with quite a lot of anxiety and I, I sort of. Um, as a lot of people do, and but I've been relatively okay with this. It's just sometimes in the night I wake up and I just feel so incredibly sad. Not for me actually, because I have this extraordinarily privileged, lucky life. But just clapping, you know, I, 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 know. I live at the top of the hill, and, and we look down, oh. and we were all clapping the NHS and, and for the I second know. week in a row, I just burst into tears. Yeah. I just thought, in me this too. basin where all these big buildings are, where no one has space. I'm lucky to have a bit of space. I just felt so fucking sad. Me too. Me too. Do you know too. what I mean? It's like, so it wasn't, it was It was not anxiety that I've got it, but like that people are losing loved ones, you know, down, yeah, down, so, down in so town sad. and down in every town. You know, it's, it's, it's a strange time, isn't it? It's a really strange, I do hope you're right. I hope we all come out of it kinder and more self-aware and, but maybe we won't. We're just selfish Pigs with our heads in troughs, aren't we? So maybe we'll who, just go back. Yeah, who steal toilet rolls and um, oh my god, and flour. Mm, I think. Yeah. yeah who knows? How, do you get anxious, Melly, about it? I am trying to stop my kids from getting anxious about it. Yeah. So I feel, you know, with two teenagers in the house, you know, things can get a bit hormonal and a bit up and down. You know, I'm just trying to. <laughs> sort of I don't know not distract them from it mm. not I don't I don't want to go on about it too much to them yeah you've got to keep calm you've got to keep calm but where does your anxiety go because as a parent I'm not lucky enough to be a parent but I guess you're so mindful of being yeah. there for your little ones where does all your panic and worry and weirdness and complicated stuff go does it come back at the end of the day when they're in bed do you just bury it so deep that it then comes out at completely disconnected times what happens to it terrible thrush mate absolutely terrible thrush oh <laughs> it's the old classic yeah old downstairs wallpaper paper. yep <laughs> absolutely yep it came on about three really? days ago. Yeah, I've absolutely. Never had it. Oh shame. That's that's my absolute go-to. It's your go-to, isn't it? Yeah. Your go-to. Yeah. 
She's yep. deeply is that yeasty. Your, is that your weak spot, <laughs> if you'll pardon the... Oh, my God. I love this so much. I just hope there's no blooming shortage of natural yoghurt, otherwise I will be in quite a bit of trouble. Is that true, though, if you shove that up the old... Um, Nunny. Up the old uh, special purse. Then, Works a treat. Uh, <laughs> does it make it... It makes it better? A special well, I purse. Think, I love that. I always think I'm doing a really weird children's show. Why it'd be better saying <laughs> special purse? People think I'm an absolute creep. I'm going to start um, using that. <laughs> love special it. Special purse. Yeah. She calls it a fan fan, Jessie. Sorry, yeah, my daughter calls it a fam fan. Maybe that was. A maybe I'll tell her to. But I prefer That's to use fan fan than special purse. To be honest, fan fan is good. I can like I, fan fan. Can I just say that at home I'm playing a very good game that I'm really enjoying called Oral Thermometer. Or rectal thermometer. Oh, that's fun. Oh, that's fun. So as a gag, I put one deep up the bum and then one and doesn't know. Nobody else knows. So they oh. have, it's, a, it's, a, it's an absolute lottery. I know. <laughs> I absolutely know which one. I hope you do. Who are you playing this with? The staffy and your partner? Anybody who wants to. Do you know another good game? Another good game. We did this the other night. We were sitting around the table. You have to imagine... Your nightmare lockdown partners. Oh wow, that's Ooh. a good one. It's like if you had to. Yeah. So it's your first round. Would you rather? Is, it's people that you know. So people that you all know, and and then your second round is uh, celebrity nightmare lockdown. It's quite good fun, lads. Just do it at home. It's great fun. Oh, I like that. Gorgeous, beautiful women. When is your hit show coming out? Hit men. It's out. It's, it's out, mum. It's really out already. Good. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. And and oh, I haven't seen it. Don't I bet worry, it's Len. doing very very well. Lockdown viewing. Yeah, it's, you can get it on uh, Now TV. I think you can, you know, get it's a Sky. Box it. I thought it was and on now Sky. Sky. Yeah. Sky original. Yeah, you can get it on um, uh, Sky One on Catch Up. The whole box set is there. Or as Melly says, you can get it on Now TV if you've got an entertainment package. And you you wrote uh, it and starred in it. And we didn't we'd... write it, thank oh, God. Oh, I thought we you wrote it. We should never be allowed to write it. No, no, we no. Didn't write it, writers no. called the Joes wrote it. Um, we just, we just sort of fanny around in it. We fan fan a lot in it. Lots of <laughs> fan fan a lot. <laughs> was it so fun to make? Do you know oh, what? Man. It was a real ruddy relief not to have written it and just to be given these great scripts and just have ah. fun. It, it was so much fun. It really was. Where did you film it? So we did about half of it. 10 minutes down the road from where I live, which I know that was, yeah, perks. That Macy, was. see, that was an hour and a I half know. in the car I each know. way. Although, to be oh. fair, I'm whining about A, having a car. I know. Absolute wanker. But B, my mate Craig was driving. Craig is unreal. It was I an know. absolute pleasure. Craig I know. is the Don. He's amazing. Oh, and then, so that, and then, and then we did, so half it was down in, in West London, and then we did about probably half of it uh, over, over far, far east, gritty East London. Near, yeah, near, near City Airport. City Airport, yeah, where all the sort of cool, gritty locations are, you know, sort of run down old factories. And because the storyline's quite gritty, you know, we, we play a couple of hitmen basically. We, we have yeah. to bump people <laughs> off for a living. If only they'd thought about that by, by putting it in the title. <laughs> <laughs> some people have said oh why isn't it hit women i like the fact that it's hit men i don't yeah. know i just find it's quite yeah, it's cool it's well, funny female, isn't it female friends of mine are actors they don't say actresses anymore it's yeah like, i think it's okay oh they all call the actors it's all actors, actors. Well, it's all actors now darling yeah you don't call yeah. people actress no before you go just tell us when this is all over and you have a terrific big party and there's karaoke, what will be your song oh, now? 
I love rock and roll, Joan Jett, for me. Oh, oh wow. Great. What about mm. you, Perks? Uh, well, I, it, it should be something like who's zooming who after all the endless sort of video conferencing who's that's zooming? gone on. <laughs> yeah. um, but my, my normal karaoke one is Midnight Train to Georgia, Gladys Knight. Ooh, oh, yeah. Gladys Knight. Yeah. Oh, I love her. Love the pips. Last question. Do you... I feel like you can both answer this for each other, but do you have good table manners? I think both of us were taught from a young age. I remember my dad, if our elbow went on the table... Oh. Dad's hand would come out of no... Sorry, I'm belching up the lovely pie I've been eating. It was very delicious. His hand would come out like a Bit sort of... ricotta of, feedback. Yeah, like... Ricotta. <laughs> like a sort of machete out of a, you know, out of a, out of a hidden bush. And he would swipe at the elbow so that your elbow would... Oh, my would, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Machete coming Maybe out I'll try that next bush. week. Jessica! <laughs> I was brought up by nuns, well, not brought up by nuns, but I was educated by nuns (gasps) for like the first few years. And I was left-handed and they wanted me to eat right-handed. And I would just get whacked every time I picked up the the knife off. I know. And then my dad got wind of it and he was so angry that I'd been hit that he he took a dim view. He did go in and had a little word in inverted commas with Sister Mary Dorothy. Shouldn't do it anymore, but um, yeah, no, it was quite a, a, Strict. a thing. Is is Strict yeah, table no manners. elbows on the table, no talking while you're eating, um, and but actually, I suppose the, the the nuts and bolts of that are really really annoying when you're a kid. But essentially, but essentially, the not talking while you're eating means you're listening and you have much better conversations. So if there's a point, yeah, it's true. I, it, and and so we used to just. I, I really miss those family dinners because yeah, it'd be too. the one point of the day. You know, we both had dads that, were, you know, mums that went out to work or were working at home and it was super busy and us kids were always sort of hair and scare them. And then you'd just sit down and, yeah, you'd hear, you'd listen. You'd actually magic. actively listen. And, and laugh. Yeah. There was a Laura, Laura laughter. It's really important family meals yeah. together. Oh, it's everything. It's everything. Yeah. I, I, they totally, totally are. So, yes, Friday night dinner. As oh. and when this, this you have to come. Oh yeah, you're definitely oh, coming you. over. We bring we, the kids. Love, oh, so love it, love it, love it. Considerate of date. But thank you, thank you oh, both. It, so honestly, much. it's really cheered me up seeing oh, you two really? and I chatting. Know. Honestly, oh, I'm glad. Just, I have to tell you, I was on the brink, and it's made me feel a bit. I know. Better. Oh, don't so be don't, on the brink, Lenny. Oh, no, not. I mean, I've been. Yeah, I'm probably she's dramatic. slightly egging the pudding, but I've been I am dramatic, but I have been very fed up. Yeah, it's it it's difficult. Up, it's up and down, isn't it? You feel I feel good one day. It's not lonely, it's the isolation. I feel like Julian Assange. <gasps> All right, Wiki. Less rapey. Less <laughs> All right, Wiki Lee. Come on. <laughs> That's cheered me up. They're just naturally funny, comical women. They're just master mistresses or masters of comedy. They are super clever. The warmest, sweetest. They have such a wonderful... You know what, Mum? They love each other. We aren't Mel and Sue, I but I'm going to be a bit a kinder bit. to you, I've decided. Thank you, darling. The way that... Perky. Perky. Little Perk. And yeah. Melly. Melly. What should I call you? Mum. Okay, Um, but I just love how they are with each other. They adore each other. They don't get annoyed. They're just like, they bounce off each other. Jessie, I love that she recorded it in a a wardrobe. I know, it was very pro and dramatic. I liked it. It was really nice. I just, honestly, I feel like I've had a hug from the greatest 
comedic duo. Yeah. It was just lovely. It's exactly what I needed, to be honest. Me too. And I think it's what you needed too. Yeah, I, I did. I just smiled and sat back and enjoyed listening to them. It was brilliant. I loved that. I love you, mum. I'm sorry that I'm not with you. I, I feel too. like everyone needs a bit of melon sue in their life. This was just absolutely wonderful. It was great. And... um Go and watch their show, Hitmen, because they are just so funny and brilliant how they bounce off each other. Thank you for listening and uh, stay safe. Look after yourselves. Give your family members and friends a call and we'll be with you again next week. Uh, This is Table Manners Special Circumstances. Lots of love. Wash your hands. music you've heard on table manners is by peter duffy and pete fraser table manners is produced by alice williams hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter that's why i teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create pretty litter its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80 percent less than clay litter Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.